Welcome to Woodstock Nation. Your host, Marla Davies. Hello. Today on the Woodstock Nation podcast, we're basking in the afterglow of the actual 50th anniversary of Woodstock last weekend. It was a magnificent weekend in upstate New York that went down in history. It's probably the most iconic music festival ever. It's truly magical that a half a million people could gather for three days. Well, it actually lasted longer than that. Let's say a handful of days of peace and love and music. Woodstock was so special, we're still talking about it today. And now it is in the realm of legend. Honestly, the event still mystifies. And even with all the rain and the mud and the lack of sleep and food and porta potties and proper sleeping arrangements, there was no glamping at Woodstock. Woodstock was still magical. During this festival season, our crew headed out to Cali Roots for the 10th annual celebration at the Monterey County Fairgrounds to check in with festival goers about their love of music festivals. Today we're going to hear about festivals and talk to festival goers about music festivals. Things you need to know, like what do you need to do to prepare for a long weekend? What are some of the downfalls, things to look out for, and why the Woodstock Music Festival and its vibe is still alive 50 years later. Cali Roots was super fun. It was my first time at Cali Roots. I've always wanted to go, and we got to go, and it was filled with a general, mellow, reggae-loving crowd. I've gone to Reggae on the River up in Northern California, and just so much fun. I mean, it's just a really peaceful crowd, sort of like a Woodstock crowd. They have the same sort of attitude. Three days of irie bliss and great music. So let's hear what concert goers have to say about the love of music festivals. I think it's the bands, they put out the message, and then it's all the followers of their bands. And so when you bring these people together, right, it's nobody's coming with any kind of negative energy, negative connotations. Everybody's coming here with the same mindset. And so I just, I don't think that's a bad thing in any way. And I think that's why music festivals continue to grow and grow and grow and become popular with new generations. Any music festival you go to is going to change your life forever because you're you're just going to have an expanded conscious awareness after this sort of experience with other people. Um, I think one of the biggest things is the amount of love and openness between humans that can be experienced in places like this. Uh, a lot of festivals create a safe container where people feel free to express themselves however they want, hence the crazy leggings and face paint and ears, you know, I usually don't walk through normal life looking like this, but here I feel safe and comfortable and welcome to express myself in this way and everyone is so open, um, people let their barriers down and really uh, connect with each other face to face without like a lot of the baggage that we carry around in daily life, so that's, that's, that's my favorite part. It's an opportunity, it's an opportunity to meet new people and to have fun and to listen to music. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the whole environment. Like I met some random person while I was, um, I think I was, oh, I was buying this dude and some random person liked my shoes. So we talked for like five minutes. I heard, I heard all kinds of stories about her childhood. Well, the next thing you know, I'm telling my stories and you know, it's just, you meet new people and you, you know, it's just like she said, the environment and everything. We listened to music, had a good time. There's no, I mean, there's no work, right? You're not working. You don't have any chores. You don't have any work to do. You get to relax. Be yourself, have a good time. Yeah, exactly. The vibe, the fun. Yeah, just the people yeah. and the energy that I release and that I receive. Yes, yeah. 
like it recharges my soul into a positive way. Like I can go outside and make friends and yeah. be mindful and and just be yourself. Yeah. Just getting down. Just dancing. Just releasing. Know. Yeah. The energy, the spirit of the whole yeah. thing, yeah, it's the, definitely an, an environment that you don't get anywhere else. The camaraderie, with the music the, and, yeah, the camaraderie, the come together, the you know, like you don't need to know somebody to, you know, like if you walk down the street, you're gonna shrug and be like whatever. But if you're at a music festival, you're all there for a certain reason, and you all come together for that reason. The music. It lives within our bodies, right? Like music is in everything. It's, it's the sound of nature. It's, it's really what makes humans beat. So, you know, it's ingrained into our bodies and our daily rhythms, right? So when you hear it, like most people just start dancing. It's beautiful. I think it's just the ability to go listen to music with groups of people. And, and that's what people yearn for. And so that's what keeps music festival special, no matter what kind of music it is. I enjoy all of them. I'll go to hip hop raves, I'll go to anything, you know, but the chance to go out and unite with people with music as the theme, that's special. Everyone who comes to festivals is coming to have a good time and they're going to be more open to connecting with other humans and strangers that they don't even know with, with a heart of love and happiness and kindness that is not necessarily always present in the daily world outside of places like this. Because I think they make people happy. They bring joy to people's lives. No matter what the festival's like, you know, because everyone comes here to have a good time. They come here to have fun, bring their family, bring their partners, bring their friends, come alone, meet, meet new friends friends, you know, so that human connection. I love it. Everybody's nice. It's high. It's, you know, it's really like we've met some people, like people that we knew last year and we've seen this year. And the, 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 the greeting is hugs. And it's like good to see you. And same, you know, when we were waiting in line to get in, we, you know, you, you chat with the people in your little community in the line. And then it's when you see them, it's hugs. It's not just high, it's hugs. Woodstock Nation. Woodstock Nation visited Cali Roots early in this festival season. It was at the Monterey County Fairgrounds. That's a special place for me personally. I saw the dead there on tour in the 1980s before, touch of gray in the late 80s when everything really exploded for the band and they started playing super huge places. The Monterey County Fairgrounds is, a, is kind of a small, intimate, very cool place. I even took my son to see one of the variations of the dead after Jerry died. My girlfriend and I decided, let's be hippie parents. Uh, hello, that was a bad idea. We took our kids, they were pretty young at the time. You know, they weren't even, they weren't even teenagers yet. They weren't even tweenagers. So we took them over to the Monterey County Fairgrounds to see the dead, the version of the dead. And my son falls asleep at the show. And so we spent basically the second half of the show guarding him with our bodies so that crazy stoned out hippies wouldn't step on his head. Luckily, he has survived and he can basically tell the story of it. Actually, no, he was so young. That's the thing. You can kind of abuse your children in a way because they don't remember. He doesn't really even remember the show. Barely. Anyway, Monterey County Fairgrounds, so much fun. So it was fun to go back to Cali Roots there at the Monterey County Fairgrounds. And that's when I was reminded of the Monterey Pop Festival, the famous pop festival. Some say really started the whole Woodstock thing, started the music festivals, not Woodstock, but Monterey Pop. That was in 1967 when Jimi Hendrix, some of you've probably seen it on YouTube, burns his guitar on stage. And that stage is still there. That burn mark is still there. Pretty historic. 
festival goers, you know, it's been fun to go to Cali Roots 10 years. So it's grown and grown and grown. It used to be pretty teeny. They didn't even use that main bowl, but now they do. And they've got several stages. I think they've got, I want to say four or five stages now. It's still not too big. It's super cool and intimate. It's a great one if you want to check out a festival uh, early part of uh, late spring, early summer. The food is good. They've got local food there and from, you know, great uh, food trucks. And I mean, I got some brown rice, teriyaki chicken and broccoli. I was absolutely so happy. You know, it sounds perfect, but festivals do have their downfalls too. Not to bring everybody down, but what are the worst part of festivals? Let's go to the festival goers. Parking, except for we're smart now. So we park far away and chill and Uber over and then Uber back. Camping was sold out, so I'm sleeping on the streets, but you know I'm comfy in my hatchback. Woodstock Nation. It's Woodstock Nation. More at Cali Roots as we talk to festival goers about their love of music festivals. And more after this. Woodstock Nation. Hey, it's Woodstock Nation, and we're talking about reggae festivals and the mellow vibe. And you just can't have a mellow vibe in reggae without Bob Marley. This is from the day at a random television show. Check it out. Reggae music. Hey, it's Marla Davies. We've been talking about the love of music festivals with concert goers at Cali Roots, big reggae festival, 10th year. 
at the Monterey County Fairgrounds and some of the downfalls too. You know, parking. Parking's always brutal. But in the end, as a concert goer, your job is to rise above and bring your higher self. And being prepared doesn't hurt. I've heard stories. Many people who just went to Woodstock, they were blindsided. They didn't bring water or food or tents or sleeping bags or more clothes. I even heard a story about a woman. She did bring wine. No water, though. So she had to brush. She and her friend had to brush their teeth. (laughs) They brought toothbrushes. That's pretty prepared. They brushed their teeth with their wine. I mean, they had a moment, you know. So when you come to a festival, going back out to Cali Roots, what's important to bring? So definitely money. Yeah. Money, baby. My belt bag saves me. Yeah, Because I don't have to worry about anything happening. Like, everything I need is right here. So I bring that. Water. Water's huge. So. Take a day oh, off boy. before and a day off um, after. Right. Right. Yes. Take a time to prepare. That's what I did. You know what? I pack heavy. I just pack a lot of stuff because I never. And I, oh, and I don't wear, end up wearing half of it. It's sweat. It's layers. Right? Especially in Monterey. Because one moment it's going to be sweater, the next moment it's going to be sunny. So that's why I have my backpack. So I can fold my sweater up and put it in my backpack, but that's what that looks like. Definitely tie-dye. Woodstock Nation. It's Woodstock Nation. We have been talking to lovers of music festivals at the 10th anniversary of Cali Roots at the Monterey County Fairgrounds. Also checked in with them. Of course, we're just celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Woodstock Music Festival. And after 50 years, a lot of these people we talked to, they hadn't even been born when Woodstock happened. But they knew about it. Why do you think Woodstock, after all these years, is still absolutely so popular? Woodstock was a large, grand-scale example of people coming together for the love of music. And... A lot of what happened there, I think, was um, passed along through um, word of mouth and people talking about it and all this hype about it for all the years after that. And so I think something really kind of special and unique happened there. It only happened once, didn't it? Okay, see, and that's, that's part of it, too, is that, that like kind of mystery of, like, oh, this really cool thing that we can't go again because it's not happening again, so now we have to do other things like it, you know? So I think that, that was probably a big part of it. Woodstock Nation! It's the first. I think that it's been greatly romanticized. Um, I think there's a lot to say for, you know, clean bathrooms and enough food and and all that. But I don't know. I wasn't there, so I think this is my Woodstock. I think you know it's fine. My experience is my experience. I don't have to have that experience. There's plenty of things to experience still. It's not like it happened and it's over. It's still happening. My generation, every younger generation strives for it, right? We all want our Woodstock moments. We all want this dope, unique bonding thing that only took place if you were there. Social media kind of ruins that now with the ability to capture the live, but that's why people are coming. You know, that's why kids will have Woodstock posters on their wall. That's why kids will listen to the good classic bands that played Woodstock, because we know what that is. We know how sentimental it was, and, and that's what we want, right? And so, like, Woodstock, everybody knows that. It's the most iconic one, and so from that, you know, all this birthed. This is the generation that I'm currently existing in, and it's cool to just look around me and see everyone coming together at a festival. And I was like, yeah, this must have been what Woodstock was like back in the day, you know? Like, yep. And people are naked. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, not necessarily at this festival, but like Woodstock would be like 
amazing to experience back then. If you see me, I went silent. I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to sit and think about it. Woodstock Nation. With Marla Davies, been talking to concert goers and festival goers about their love of music festivals. Woodstock Nation, the podcast, celebrates the revolution, evolution, and the life changing magic of music festivals from Woodstock to today. I'm one of the producers of the Woodstock Nation documentary, too, due out in this 50th anniversary year. When you think about festivals, Let's go to the great Henry Rollins, what he has to say. Each year, every city in the world that can should have a multi-day festival. More people meeting each other, digging new types of music, new foods, new ideas. You want to stop having so many wars, he says. This could be a step in the right direction. And in the great words of Dave Matthews, always a great festival goer. Celebrate, we will, because life is short. And sweet for certain. And Shiri Radhama says, live every day as if it is a festival. Then your life truly is a celebration. I love it. You got to celebrate. Life's too short, right? Woodstock Nation, the podcast, is in association with Woodstock Nation, the documentary, to be released in 2019 and brought to you by the wonderful people at Green Age Development. Any of the music used in this Woodstock Nation podcast is owned by the artist and is used for educational and illustrated purposes only. I'm Marla Davies. Always fun talking to you. I love celebrating and I love celebrating music festivals. We'll do it again next week, too. In the meantime, take care of yourself and peace. Peace, love, and thanks for being part of the tribe. From Marla Davies and everyone here at Woodstock Nation. Tune in. Turn on next week.